What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We are recapping the first few days of the draft as well as giving you guys some live reactions to the opening picks of day three as that kind of rolled along. We're also talking about the NBA postseason and the Stanley Cup playoffs as well, giving you guys our thoughts there. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to our show. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitated. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. What is up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. This show is going to be kind of our draft recap through the first two days. We're going to talk a little bit of postseason hockey and basketball. I am in a new location if you watch this show or I guess listen to the show I am recording in a different location because I am watching the draft on my TV behind me, but I kind of like this new space. Um, But if you are new here, welcome. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host Haley DeMello and our producer Tyler. Um, We've been talking for like 15 minutes, but for the people, Haley, you first, how we doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, We are in the midst of obviously draft season, which I know is huge for you two guys, but I'm all focused on playoff hockey and playoff basketball right now. So all time stress levels up and down, but I'm excited for a good show and to see you this evening, which we're going to talk about later, but we are going be a good to talk day. about Vibes sorry, Tyler is not involved in today, but we will be seeing Tyler soon because we are all going on vacation. So that will be some fun content coming up. I need to book my flight. Um, Tyler, how are we doing? We're doing Strap season. It's been my life for the past 72 hours. I've barely mm-hmm. left this room. It's like a prison. Can we get a prison update? Yeah. Health update. Things are improving. Um, I'm still on all kinds of medicine. And the throat is not ideal. But it's... Mm. Throat it's game, weak. Yep. It's very weak Tough. right now. Mm, Tough. I hate to hear that. Mm-hmm. Tough for the brand. Um. All right. All, all is well. The Colts just picked... A guy that I am. Blake, Blake Freeland. They're, they have kind of won the draft in a weird way for me, and it kind of scares the shit out of me, but we'll talk about it. I'm probably going to interject a couple of times here. Tyler, feel free to do the same too if you're watching. The Patriots are on the clock, Haley. So we'll probably talk about that at some point. You guys will get some live reactions to some of this. Um, but that being said, we're going to move as we always do to start off the show into our HLH segment, which is our high of the last week, our low of the last week and our hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. So Haley, I'll have you start off with your high of the week. Yeah. Well, first of all, how are you, Kendra? We never ask you how you are. How are you doing? I am okay. I think Mercury retrograde is I was like oh yeah I'm fine we will talk about me being a star slut on this show again don't care Mercury retrograde is kind of kicking my ass a little bit and I was like for the first week or so of it I was like this is fine I'm fine it's fine and now like I can kind of like finally feel like this like build up I don't know you can make fun of me all you want I don't it's whatever but I just I'm I'm okay I will get into like why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling we're going to talk about the Bucks a little bit in their series um, the Jags draft, that kind of thing. As a person, I'm healthy. I'm happy. My life is great. But if you are like me and you let sports control everything in your life, like you probably shouldn't do, then I think it is okay to be just okay. So that being said, you're high. All right. Back to me. Um, my high is going to be the Celtics win. 
Um, we are filming this on Saturday. So the Celtics have moved on to their next round of playoffs as they take on the 76ers. We'll talk later about how I feel about all that. But for now, we're through the second round. So I'm happy with that. Celtics are my team by far. Basketball is my favorite sport. So I'm happy. All right. Not too bad of a high. Tyler, your high. My, well, my high, low, and hero are just the draft. So I'll just cover it all now. Uh, okay. High is obviously draft time. I get there hasn't really been a pick that stands out to me as my high. Um, maybe uh, Bison Robinson to Atlanta because that won me a lot of money. But, um, but yeah. And then I'll just go into the low. My draft low. Uh, Darnell Washington is a Pittsburgh Steeler. I was gonna say I'm the Jameer Gibbs thing. It. I like the Jameer Gibbs. I, I it was a little bit of a reach, but. I, I think they trusted that that's their guy. I know? also love, well, I mean, we'll talk about the Brian Branch thing too, but I think that that was an absolute freaking steal for you guys. I have some, some thoughts yeah, we'll on that. Yeah, we'll talk about them in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yep. Um, all right, so what's your hero of the draft then? Get it out of the way. Uh, I think it's just the fact that the draft is here. Mm. That's just, the draft itself is my hero. Should we go, okay, would you guys, hear me out. Would you guys rather go to Detroit for a game or to Detroit for the draft? To Detroit for the draft. For the draft, for yes. For sure. Okay. Um, friends of yes. the show, Clara and Maraid, are adamant that they come with us to the draft this year. Yeah, so, my dad, in Detroit. Oh, yeah, because Clara's from Detroit. Yes. So they're already planning on it. So my dad is very excited so about it, to too. Go. So I will be there regardless. Yeah. Because so, he well, works shit. in Detroit. Shout out Drew again. I know he's Shout listening. Out Drew. He's been listening. Drew. The past few weeks. Yeah, I dude, my know. mom's been listening too. Shout out to our parents. I don't know what's Shout going on. People are just listening to us. Shout out to our freaking parents. Um, yeah. all right, love it. My high is last night was my friend Alexa's birthday, and we went out to Ned Devine's. I paid cover for the first time in probably ten years, and wow. someone paid it for me, and I was still pissed about it. Um, which is whatever i hate pay i will not, i here's that is thing. deep kendra middleton lore if you Here, are friends with kendra and you go out with kendra you know she does not pay covers i would rather go to the diviest of bar with no line 75 year old men with a fucking water bottle of dip on the counter than pay a cover or wait in a line like I, I am tw- agree so I agree so much with that statement. I am 27 years old. I do not need to pay a cover to hang out with my friends and have a beer. That being said, I drank water all night. Um, but I don't I don't need to pay $10 to hang out with my friends in a bar. I just I don't. And like I get covers if you have like a sick band or something like that. Got it. People will go see that band. I'm just I'm not one of them. I'm really I'm not. I'm sorry. Yeah, I completely agree. At our alma mater, my brother goes to the same school that Kendra and I went to. His girlfriend waited in line at one of those bars for three hours the other night. No. And I was like, there's no shot in hell I would ever do that. Nope. I would be with Todd. It's cold. Like, it's cold. Take an Uber to like another bar. Like, it's just so silly to me. Durham has two bars. Exactly. But now that I don't go to school there and I can go to Portsmouth or go to visit you, it's like, why would you wait in line? It's so silly. I think that it's because I went to school first. Well, one, I'm from a city, so you don't have to wait in line to go out if you don't want to. Two, 
Jake Andrews from Troy for the Patriots. Um, I, I'm from a city. I went to Auburn first. There's 87 bars that are 4,000 feet tall. Like it's, it's fine. I don't, I don't need to wait. I don't, I don't need to do that. But anyways, it was my friend Alexa's birthday. We went out to this place called Ned Devine's cover, whatever. I had so much fun just sitting there laughing about how I was the oldest person in the place with my friend Caitlin and my friend Alexa. And we kind of just shot the shit. We had really good dinner. Um, It was just, it was a really, you know, cute girls night. My friend Alexa's moving away, unfortunately. So we're trying to celebrate her as much as we can. So we had a good time. That was fun. Um, I'll give you my low really quick, just so we can kind of like speed through this since Tyler's already done. Low, obviously Cam Robinson testing positive for PEDs. Two, the Bucks, which we'll get into. And three, I think that I'm allergic to weed. Um, I like have been having allergies when like smoking real weed lately and not like a pen or anything. And I think that I'm like allergic to the pollen on like weed. Is that fucked up? Is that weird? It's not weird. I don't know how possible that is because I think it's very possible. I, yeah, I don't know how much pollen is on weed because that's I, what Keith is. Keith is pollen. Yeah. yeah. I would so, be like, a lot. To see. I would be interested to see. If yeah. I I think it's 1000% a thing because I am it me. Um, your low and hero. Yeah. So, real quick, actually, I'll do my hero after your hero because it kind of goes one in one. So, Bruins lost. We'll talk about it later devastating i'm furious um my family's furious everybody i know is furious so (laughs) speaking of shout out our friend danny she just texted my hockey group chat with a couple of our friends about the bruins game and goes the bridge in boston's looking really nice right now Mm -hmm. yeah tobin all of them all of the above anyways uh so the Bruins fans are in shambles right now. I was at the bar for the game last night, and it was definitely a tough scene. But yeah. all right, my hero is that by the time this goes up, Haley and I will already be there, so I can say this. We are going to the Revs tonight. They offered me some tickets and sideline passes, so thank you to the Revs. Shout out to our friend Will for hooking it up. So we are going to the Revs tonight. We're going to have a great time. Um, we're bringing Steve, our child. So... Yes. We're parenting. We're we're on parent duty tonight. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to it's a date it. night with our kid. Yeah, me and Haley Fam- are going on a date. <laughs> Family fun. Yeah, Family Steve, fun. Steve's third wheeling. Um. So yeah, that's our HLH of the week. We can just go ahead and move into the draft. Our draft winners and losers. Tyler and I. I think like a lot of people probably have some of the same winner- winners. We have a couple different, so we can spend more time on you know, stuff that kind of crosses here. I think everyone to start things off thinks that Philly is just kind of about to be a dynasty. Georgia. That, but because of that is about to be a freaking dynasty. Yeah. I, unlike a lot of people never thought that we'd be sitting here saying right now that the Philadelphia Eagles drafted Jalen Carter. I don't think anybody it's just the it's it's a situation where the rich just keep getting richer and i don't know if it's just that these georgia guys are i i just don't get how they keep falling to them yeah, well i mean there was a certain race car incident that helps well, that but, helps um, 
Just in general, though. I didn't think he was going to fall that far, Jalen. Me either. I didn't think he was going to fall past, like, seven or eight. Maybe even six. I just... I mean, as a whole, I don't understand how Georgia players... I mean, we just watched Keely Ringo go right now. And while I'm kind Mm -hmm. of with you in that I don't know how this jump to the next level is going to go for him, I did not expect him to fall to day three. No, I didn't either. I thought he was definitely... Uh, I thought he was a day one guy, but definitely day two. Yeah. I, I did and, not and think we, he was going to fall day three. Yeah, and we just see the Eagles again. You know, these, this isn't in our notes, but five minutes ago to start day three, the Eagles freaking get Keeley. So it's like, I just, the rich keep getting richer. I don't understand in general how these Georgia guys just fall in their lap. And I think the Eagles, yeah, they're going to have some cap problems in a couple of years. Dynasty, calling it now, Dynasty. Yeah, that I, defensive line's crazy good they also picked up nolan smith towards the tail end of the first well it also makes me think that jason kelsey like went and saw a fortune teller real quick and was like what's the tea here what's going to happen because he came back and now they're stacked yeah i was just really fun to watch i was just going to talk about jason kelsey and how i think that drafting a guy like jalen carter you now have even in practice, your guys kicking each other's asses, getting better every day, and having Jason Kelsey as a mentor to some of these guys, especially with Jalen Carter and, you know, his situation and a little bit of the more veteran leadership that they have. I just think that this is an absolute dynasty. Like, going up and taking snaps against him every single day in practice is going to make you a better player day in and day out, and that is definitely going to show on the field, let alone having you know, some people's favorite talent in this draft fall to you on a team that was already just in a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be wild. The link is going to be crazy. Got to go to Philly this year. Got to go to Philly. I will be going in July for um, the Premier League U.S. tour. I'm going going to that. Are you? I'm going to the second match of the day. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I think I'm going to the one at MetLife as well. Um, oh awesome my brother got tickets so he was like come with me so i'm super excited for that little soccer plug um okay any other eagles thoughts tyler because we both kind of think that they're Um, i do like that tyler steen kid they got from uh, alabama i I think he could um develop into somebody that could replace kelsey eventually um but you know he was what a second rounder so if not it's not a huge deal but you know i'd love uh offensive line depth in the draft yeah, I think I gave him an A plus. Yeah, I I I can't give them anything but an A plus, or I would go higher, honestly. So, um, you like the Seahawks? I do like the Seahawks. I love the Devin Witherspoon pick. I think him playing next to Tariq Woolen is going to be like incredibly good. Yeah, uh, for that secondary. Um, I also really like the Jackson Smith and Jigba pick. I thought the they were kind of they were kind of right on the money with uh, where they took that. Because like they started the run for all the receivers there in the first. Um, My favorite thing about that pick um, is that you know you look at the receiver room that you already have and mm -hmm. DK and Tyler Lockett, and it's like Jackson's now going to be in single coverage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That off that uh, pass catching room is crazy. That well, okay. So there's been go ahead investments into Geno, and I love it. Yeah, me too. And, you know, whoever the future at that position is, because these guys are all still pretty young. Mm -hmm. Um, But that being said, there's now kind of conversation swirling about the best receiver room in the NFL. And it's like, I obviously think that it's the Dolphins and the Bengals, 
but Seattle moves kind of right Seattle's up just in that, sneaky up in, in the that mix, conversation yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they kind of moved into that like conversation of maybe the best receiver rooms in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jackson's never played a snap in the NFL. So we're kind of, you know, giving that like premeditated thought process here. But I think that it's silly to just assume that it's not going to be lights out. Yeah, but in that same uh, line of thinking, I, I do think he will benefit from not having to be relied on as the guy. In 1,000%. Because he's got DK. He's got what's-his-face there yeah. to, like, also take Tyler, off yeah. Of yeah. So I think Seattle's definitely a huge win with you. I agree. Houston, I think, was probably the biggest shock to me other than the Jameer Gibbs thing, just because we saw them. And I I think that they honestly helped themselves here by taking CJ first, because if you didn't, that cost of that pick. The price of the pick would have skyrocketed, yeah. To jump up to three would have been huge. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that they're putting trust in their new coach. They're letting him go out and get the guys that he wants. They're not only spending to be better as a team, but they're spending to put good faith in a new head coach. And I Mm -hmm. love that from them. I hate that they're in our division, but it's hard for me to not like what they, what they have going on and what they're doing. And, you know, I think that they're also a huge winner. Yeah. It feels like they're trying to turn things around pretty quickly there. Um, mm-hmm. getting they they got my number one quarterback and who a lot of people think is the number one like overall player in the draft and will anderson um i've got him as the number two personally but um i also loved in what was it the second or third round they had brian cushing come out yeah and announce a guy named juice mm-hmm. it's just perfect <laughs> it's just perfect that's good yeah they're they're definitely crushing it you also have the bills and the falcons and then i have two people that i'll get into because yeah. i I think the Bills obviously added a weapon, but just it's really not my quick favorite. thoughts on them. I loved yeah. the Dalton Kincaid pick by itself. I don't know if I love the rest of their draft, but Same, the Kincaid yeah. pick was crazy. Huge. Same with Atlanta. Uh, I kind of do like the rest of their draft actually, but Bijan Robinson I think is one of the most talented players in the draft. I know I am very adamant about not liking running backs in the first, just because they're expensive. But I think he's going to be incredible in Atlanta. Yeah, I do like Bijan. Of the year favorite. Like that. We'll have to look at the odds on that for sure. I'm sure he's um, the favorite. Yeah, my my other two kind of big thoughts. I'm a winner of the draft because the Jags took Tank. If you listen to our pre-draft show, I kind of snuck some of. I was. I will say I'm gonna give kudos to myself. I fucking crush it. I talked about how Tank was a sleeper. I talked about how this fuck. And not that it's a secret that this tight end class is incredible. Time out real quick. I just wanted to announce Patriots just took a kicker. Just thought I'd throw that in there. That's fun. Are you Eastern Michigan um, career points leader, apparently. And didn't even and came from Maryland. That is that's interesting. Shout out the transfer portal. Haley thoughts. Sweet. It's the fourth round. I can't be mad because we'll get into the fourth round. So um that being said and you know what tyler you get some props here too because hendon hooker yeah i'm i mean honestly maybe i'm just blinded by hate like i usually am i'm just happy it's not will levis because we could have drafted will levis easily numerous times i was shocked that that was not your high low and hero me too honestly that a you got your high, Will Levis. You got to see, have to go to day two. 
mm-hmm. be low, the Lions could have so many picks we could have drafted in literally Levis, any moment. Which gave you damn. I wanted Clark Phillips every time. No, another point to the mm. Falcons draft. Fuck, I Great really player. wanted him. I did not expect him to be a day three guy either. That's a steal. Yep. That I is value. Did, but... No, I think yeah. Clark Phillips is sick He's as good. fuck. He's good. Um, so my only other thought, Steelers, I think are kind of a win just for snagging Joey Porter, Porter Jr. as late as they did. I kind of expected him to be like a top of the second round. They had several like later, like really good picks. I yeah. don't know if I'd love Broderick Thomas in the first. He's he's fine. Um, but the picks that because they also got Darnell. Yeah, we know this. Yeah, um, draft losers. We agree about the Jets. The Aaron Rodgers saga continues. Yeah, they reached for that Will McDonald kid, um, and I think it's because all of the offensive linemen they liked were gone, and that was like their plan going into the draft, and mm-hmm. they just kind of scrambled and picked a random dude. You also have the Titans, and I think the Titans have had a pretty decent draft so far, and I know that it's just because of the Will Levis thing. No, yeah, my, my loser is just meme, and I kind of do actually like the value he fell to for Tennessee. I, I thought that was really good for them because um, they're not like – tying a ton of money up into him on his rookie deal um and they don't have to feel bad about picking another quarterback next year if they if it comes down to it yeah Um, but i'm just happy he because it's not the titans are the loser it's will levis okay well i have it's no secret that i have been a big will levis stan and i can finally hate him because he came out and tyler was right fraud was doing the banana and the coffee thing for attention. I thought that I knew him. I thought that we were like nope. blossoming. I kind of hate the kid now, and I'm kind of glad because he's. I in saw right through his facade of bananas he is a and fraud. mayonnaise. So, so I, I just here. I'll insert this here because it's the perfect time to talk about it. Thoughts on the green room situation on Thursday night with him being kind of there alone with, I think one other guy is kind of a bummer. Um, I've seen a lot of moms in particular on Twitter saying that we should no longer do that because it is really uncomfortable when they don't get picked. (laughs) Thoughts. I don't, I think that, you know, It'll always be done. That's I, not ever going I to I think it's kind of an inevitable situation because yeah. that's the whole And point. the producers crave that kind of situation right. too. I'm going to be a bitch for 45 seconds and that is a short amount of time for me. I love moms. We know this. Moms are my favorite. But respectfully, shut the fuck up. Like your son or whatever is getting drafted into the NFL and is projected to be one of the first 32 people out of thousands of college kids to have a life-changing thing happen to them. And the worst thing that happens to them is they're going to sit on a couch a little bit longer than thousands of other kids that are playing football to make millions of dollars. I'm sorry. I'm sure as a mom, it hurts your heart. It would probably hurt mine too, but shut up. They're also like waited on and given like all this food Ah. and all this like they're shit paid for yeah like they're at a, like a five-star resort in that room yeah shut up shut up sorry i know that that's bitchy i'm giving felger right now but like god damn <laughs> no, i agree 
I started my period this morning. If you couldn't tell, I'm feeling, you know, sorry for the boys listening, but you know, periods happen. Um, sorry for our 90% of our audience. Sorry for bleeding. (laughs) Um, one of my losers is the Rams. They kind of have just given and and rightfully so they won a Super Bowl. They did like they gave up picks because they knew that they were right there, but they have kind of lost the draft for me. I don't think that they have been able to recoup what they have given up, even though they did win a Super Bowl. And that sounds really stupid. But the only reason that they haven't been able to do so is just because of their drafting, not the players that have been available, which I think has a lot to say about the talent in this draft. You know, we talked about this the other day. I don't think that this is the deepest draft. I don't think that there's the most talent in this draft that there's ever been maybe at the tight end position um I guess you could argue offensive tackle even maybe but I just there's been so many people that like even we've talked about in the last 20 minutes since we hopped on this show that have fallen so far and had great value and I just don't think like a couple of other teams they've been able to take advantage of that like that they need to to be able to kind of justify what they've given up even though that sounds silly like I said because they've won a Super Bowl um and my other loser is also my winner and that's the lions strictly just because their first round had me shaking my head a little bit but it's very dan campbell but their second and third day i think they had guys fall to them that made up for what they invested in the first round and the Brian Branch is kind of on paper more talented than either of the guys they took in. The exactly. First. Yeah. But and I, that's very Dan Campbell, very, um, I forget our GM's name, but very on brand for him too. Yeah. I had, I, I had said on Twitter that I thought that Balky should have taken all the picks that he acquired by trading back a couple of times in the first round to throw, to move up, to get Brian Branch because there in, in my mock, he wasn't available on day two Mm -hmm. and you need to address that position and he's a guy that you were looking at in the first round and now you're sitting here with 10 picks on day three for what like yeah the third round is the most important in all of it but you don't need 10 picks on day three i kind of disagree i kind of like having this draft particularly where there's so much like mid-level talent i think i would rather have a ton of like day two and three picks than day one picks in my book. See, but what are we going to do? That's kind of why I, the Lions did some similar stuff with that. They kept trading down and just stockpiling their day three picks. I kind of like that, which is why I don't feel as bad about the rest of the draft. Your practice squad is not going to win you a Super Bowl. Your practice squad. They could develop into something crazy. How, how many realistically out of these 10 picks today, do you think in a second contract with the Jaguars out of 10, how many? With the Jaguars? I go, I go oh, I two tops. I don't uh, have as much faith in the Jaguars farm organization as I do the Lions. No offense. I, I go, no, I go. Do you have to say, you have to give an answer, Tyler, because you, you're very rooted in your thought process here. So Kendra's saying two. Well, I mean, if I'm saying, I would say, I'll just take over that. I'll say like five. I'll say half of them. Half of them get a second year contract. Sure. Okay. No, 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 not second year. Get a second contract. Second contract. With anybody? Yes. Sure. No, with the Jaguars. With the Jaguars, no, with because the Jaguars. that's been the focus. No, I'd probably on be us. closer to three or four. I'm going two. And your practice squad doesn't win you Super Bowls. It's cool if you have a sick practice squad, but what the fuck are you gonna do with it? Yeah, I don't know. That that yeah. being said, I I think that that's another thing. I do think all right, let's just let's we're moving into recapping our teams. We'll start off with the Jags. I 
while I do love the tank pick, it is because I love Auburn and I do think that he's a great pick there. I did say that I wanted a running back in this draft. I didn't really want one until day three. I do think tank has great value. I think that that's a B plus pick. Um, our first round, I, the Anton pick, I, I put this on tw- here. Here's my issue with it. I said that if this Cam Robinson thing wasn't going on, I don't think that this is the pick we would have made. And I will stand by that. Do I think that he's going to be a great player? Does it address a need that we need three or four years from now? Yes. Does it allow us the opportunity to get out of Cam Robinson's contract in that third year mark? Like we should probably do at this point, in my opinion, depending on how this B sample comes back. I that's, that's how I feel about it. I think that we could have gone a corner or addressed the defense if that were the case. Also, that being said, I do love this tight end class. I've said that I think it's a very talented tight end class, but when you, it it kind of makes me feel as though the conversation with Evan Ingram isn't going how they want it to. Therefore they're investing in a second round draft pick in Brenton strange, who I think is a great tight end. We talked about him on our last show. I think this tight end class is so stacked and you know, Trent said he wasn't necessarily looking for a tight end, but if the right guy fought like fell to him, then he'd take him. And I guess that the right guy fell to him and, you know, him and Trent thought that that was the best thing to do. My other issue is that we let a lot of, yes, we re-signed a lot of our own players this season. And that's awesome. I love bringing guys back that that know the culture, love the culture, want to be in Jacksonville, know the team, know how the inner operations work. But the offense, yes, there were some pieces that we needed to add, but it's not the weakness on our team. We lost a lot on defense. And sure, the last few drafts, we've invested in the defense early. And we haven't really seen those, you know, fruits of our labor really develop in a way that I think that they expected them to. So maybe that's why they decided to go offense. Maybe they're shopping the free agency market in Buda Baker and somebody else on the defensive side of the ball. But I think that you need to take at least eight out of these 10 picks, if not all 10 and fucking invested in the defense today. And rant that is, those are, I, I give the Jaguars a B. A B. I give a, a C plus. I, give him a I think the Anton Harrison pick is a little bit wild. Um, I don't even know if he was the, I, I don't think he was the best offensive lineman on the board at the moment. Um, and I feel like mistakes are kind of made when you're drafting so reactionary. Yeah, to, I agree. Like, what's going on. I think they should have stuck with their board pre uh, They've been preaching personally. that they have though, even through yesterday. <clears throat> uh, they're always going to preach that they have. But yeah. I, I don't think that's the truth. Um, Tanks Bigby, though, I, I think he's the bright light at the I moment. I agree. I agree. I think that even, Tank... even if you are a homer for liking Tank, I, I do think he's really good. And I think being that, uh, what would he did Second option, probably? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think that that's what they kind of want to do. With Doing a the... system, I think is great. I think that they want to do that one-two punch at running back, especially because, you know, there is, like, don't get me wrong. Do I think Travis is our number one running back? Obviously, I'm not stupid. But here's the thing. He does have turnover problems. So he can't be, you know, the guy carrying 80% of those snaps. And, yeah, a lot of those problems do come in the end zone. So I think that they want to run that one-two punch at running back, and I'm I'm cool with that. I, I love a good running game. And when you have Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and Zay Jones as your wide receivers, our offense is about to be nasty. But how can you win a championship when you let somebody put up 35 points on you or 20, what was it, 27? seven and a half 
even though a lot of the like a lot of that was Trevor Lawrence's fault. Don't get me wrong. And the defense won our game. The defense saved our ass, and the defense got us into the playoffs. But that's where we lost a lot of people in this offseason, and I just haven't seen them make up for it. I don't think we've gotten better mm-hmm. than we were mm-hmm. last year, and that's I just don't want to go back to being a poverty franchise. And I've seen a lot of people arguing on Jags Twitter today. I've seen a lot of reporters going after people who are negative and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're allowed to have your opinion. You're allowed to be as positive as you want, but people are also allowed to be concerned. This 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 fan base has been hurt and this fan base has been hurt bad and you know what they've been hurt by Trent Balky. and yeah the team has turned around and the team's found success but that's one season this isn't a repeat playoff situation people are scared and they have every right to be because they've been slapped in the face for almost 20 years now so you know what I have no problem with people saying whatever they want it sucks that it's on social media and yeah players and draft picks and stuff like that can see it but people can say what they want to say. People can be as upset as they want to be. People can question Trent Balky. They have every right to do that. And it's only Doug's second year. This this fan base hasn't been through a draft season with Doug. Like, I, I trust them. I know that you can't really judge talent until three years into it. But draft day has been a very triggering thing for me and the rest of this fan base for a very long time. Now my rant is over. Tyler, the Lions. Going to go to the Lions now? Yeah. We can do that. Um, so I gave my lines, I gave him a biased but fair B is what I have it listed as. Um, Jamar Gibbs, yeah, a little bit of a reach. Um, I think he was their guy. Uh, it feels like a very on-brand thing for Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell to do. Um, I like him stepping into the shoes of Jamal Williams. Could be a low-key rookie of the year contender, in my opinion. Um We'll probably try to trade DeAndre Swift, which fine. I have no attachment to DeAndre Swift. Um, Jack Campbell and Sam Laporta. Jack Campbell was our the linebacker from Iowa in the first at towards the end of the first, and um, Sam Laporta is the tight end out also out of Iowa. Both very Dan Campbell. Um, I don't love the, the Jack Campbell pick. I think it was a little bit of a reach as well. Um, and I would have much rather had Darnell than Laporta, but um, Laporta, I think, is more well-rounded than Darnell in, like, his passing as a passing threat. Okay. Um, but he also was able to block a little bit, not nearly as well as Darnell, obviously. But um, Brian Branch, I think, is also somebody that snag. is going to be huge. We've got a ton of picks. Um, but Brian Branch is a snag. He fell to us. I thought he could go on day one easily um great value i'm concerned with the speed and size like i said the other day um and then the other like big one was hinden hooker going to i know him. yeah good for you um yeah and i don't hate it you know um getting him in the third round i think is great um now were we to take him at like the top of the second where i saw him mocked i would have probably been a little upset um no Love that. Not the train. Siren. It is oh, not siren. The train. siren. Yeah. Someone's dying. Best of the show, not friend. The train yes, is not a friend, friend of the show. Um but yeah, you know, I'm not uh overly disappointed with Hendon. Um still golf's team, obviously. Yeah. Um but this gives us a little bit of we can test the waters a little bit and then you know, he might be the bridge guy after golf's contract is up in two years. Um we can maybe he'll develop into something great, maybe not. It gives us the freedom to kind of keep our options open. 
I also have him with a B plus or with the Lions with a B plus. I agree with a lot of what you said. I the Jameer Gibbs thing I think is the weirdest pick in the draft so far for me. I just don't love a running back. Even Bijan, I'm just like, you know, he's a running back. Do I think he's probably one of the best players in this draft? Do I think he's gonna yeah. have a great career? Yes. Yeah. Just a head scratcher for me. And I um, struggle with that too. That's my mentality too. But I think I've got to convince myself to look past that yeah. contract and the cost thing. Like, I don't love how much money we have tied up in the running back between him and um, uh, what's his name from the Bears? Um, Montgomery, I think. Yeah. That we also David. signed this offseason. Um, that's going to stress me out. But I'm choosing not to acknowledge that right now. And yeah. I think they'll be a very productive little duo. All right. Yeah, I give them – yeah, like I said, I think the that yesterday saved their first round for me. So I, I don't hate as much as I did originally. Still I think I would have even liked it if – ignoring the Brian Branch thing. I don't think – I think it would have been a B-minus for me if without Brian Branch. See, he jumped it for me a lot. I just I'm – a, I'm a big fan of his. I know that you have your – I have my concerns. I like him a lot. He's an Alabama guy. I think he will be fine. Um, he does kind of give me Okuda vibes. I'm glad okay. we got him where he did. Yeah. Instead of where we got Okuda. Um, but yeah, I think with where we got him, there's room for error. Yeah. So I'm fine with Haley, it. Haley, other than the kicker, that just <laughs> yeah, was taken. Just, honestly, here's my thing. At the end of on day three, I don't want to jump out the window, which I consider a W in the Patriots draft. Getting Christian Gonzalez, I think, is huge. Huge. I'm happy Massive. that he fell to us. You guys talked about him at length the other day, and I think you all you both nailed it. Um, I've been seeing a lot of comparisons to when Vince Wilfork fell in 2004, which was another huge part of our defense. Our defense obviously since he's retired and just in general has seemingly always been lacking. So it's good to see them trying to invest a little bit into fixing that up. The other one I had is Keon white from Georgia tech. Um, we'll see how he does with the running game. I think he's awesome to have as an asset for the defense against running games, because we'll see the, his hands are huge, this kid. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to jump out the window, so I'm going to give them a B to B minus. But yeah, I would say with dollars. with the kicker, weird. Yeah, but that's just don't like disrespect to kickers, man. You know the tight ends and kickers are my favorite. He's but fine. It's, it's day three. Let them do what they need to do on this journey. On this, on this journey. journey. Um, yeah, I would say I gave the Patriots a B minus, but Bill does whatever he wants in drafts. So any yep. other, I gave it a B plus. I really like Christian Gonzalez. Um, too. I, I think he's, I well, love he, he's one of the Saving best players Grace. in the draft. I think um, uh, he's in my top five and taking Washington, taking Emmanuel Forbes right before him. It was very like Justin Jefferson and being skipped <laughs> by Jalen Rager by the Eagles. Bill... It reminded me of that situation. Bill orchestrated that perfectly. I think that that's the biggest win of the whole draft is just him getting to continuously yeah, he didn't stab have to a knife him. in his enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that matters to Bill more than other things. Kim White, yeah. too. Oh, I oh, love his story. He, yes. I'm not talking story. about this. Um, the Jags are about to be on the clock. The Jets pick is in. So 
I might throw something. I might be happy in a few minutes. We will see. Any other football comments? Um, LOL at the AFC East quarterback situation um, uh, is my big takeaway from the week. Let me ask you something. With the need for Mac Jones to have some fucking weapons right now, and they took a kicker. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that, that's just, that was literally like, that made it a Patriot. It was too good to be a Patriots draft. Like, we, we mm. had too many good things going for us. I think Keon White and Christian Gonzalez are two of the draft picks wait. we've had in like the last decade. Like, I, I don't know. I can't wait till this kicker that you two are trashing goes on to become a Hall of Famer. And we're going to clip this and put it Steven up. Steven Gostowski is the pinnacle of Patriots kickers. This kid could like be better. You don't know. No. One of the best you don't know anything about this guy. This kid. I don't. But do we need it, though, Tyler? That's do, the is thing. It need? Is it no, a need? No, no. Do you need no. a kicker? Who's no. your kicker? Steven you need Gostowski. a fucking running He's back and you need a receiver. Or, dude. Bill knows his special teams. That's all I'm saying. Bill, Bill is letting the game of football pass him by. I don't, I don't know about that one, Kendra. I won't, I, I won't support that. That's fine. You don't have to. I, all right. Anyways. Um, and NBA stuff. Oh, I, boy. All right. Go ahead, Kendra. All right. I'm over it. I've had time to process it. The Milwaukee Bucks were the best team in basketball this year first round exit to an eight seed we let fucking jimmy butler put up 56 points in a game Giannis was obviously injured i don't care i don't think that this should have happened i'm embarrassed the fact that bud doesn't know how to use a timeout to save our ass and push a game seven is fucking unreal i think he should be fired for that alone let alone having the best team in basketball lose in the first round to an eight seed i'm over it also why first of all it should the, the last game shouldn't have gone into overtime for any reason at all but you need a couple points to keep your season alive at least for a few more minutes and you play hot potato into Grayson Allen's hands who can't even wind up taking a fucking shot doesn't even get the ball out of his hands Grayson Allen I terrible I hate, clock oh, selection pick is in Luke Fortner is giving it I am scared. Coming to us live from London. Oh, God. I like it. Show me what you've got. A line, a linebacker? How many linebackers are we going to draft? Enough until you get one right. Hey, oh. Um, yeah, ah! listen, I'm a Duke, I'm a Duke fan. Um, You're a Duke I'm, apologist. I'm a Duke apologist and I'm a Duke fan. And I have thus been a Grayson Allen apologist this whole season with Kendra. And she has stood by her firm belief that he is just not only not helpful, but detrimental to the Bucks team. He's also time. just a dick bag and he's from Jacksonville and, and he gives us a bad name. And... You know, watching the other night, I the minute it got into his hands, just awful shot clock awareness. Just and it just was bad. It was bad. It was bad. This bad, was Grayson bad, Allen. Bad. Dribble. Uh, I don't know. And, and you just you watched the shot clock run. 
like in front of oh in slow motion and and he was looking at it and i swear to god he was just like um well they paid me off to miss this and literally it was just that's what it gave it very much gave we just lost this on purpose because Mm -hmm. it was like how is that even possible and yes jimmy butler incredible cancun on three like jimmy buckets i listen as a boston fan i have not liked jimmy butler um you cannot deny that that kid played absolutely phenomenal basketball the night that he put up 56 points. Six best, six most points scored in a playoff game in NBA history. Uh, just absolutely incredible. Not helped by the Bucks injuries at all, which we've talked about for the last month that you have called that from the beginning of the season, that that was going to be something that haunted you in the, off, in the postseason, rather because of the lack of injuries in the regular season. So overall, I just think that the Bucks got shelt, uh, dealt a shit hand. Um, and I'm honestly kind of bummed that we won't get to play each other in the playoffs, which leads me to my next question. And we'll talk about the Bruins later. But what do you do with your playoff money now? Do you go to a Celtics game or do you go to a Bruins game? If the Bruins should not advance, do you not go at all and save your money? Thoughts? I think I don't go at all and I save my coin because I quite honestly wouldn't go to a Celtics game and the Bruins are a bit of a question mark, which we will talk about in a second. I think that I'm going to save my coin. I really, yeah. that's I, you not know part what? of the, the, the whole situation was it, there was no clauses about seeing a Celtics game. It was just that you would have to use it to see a Bruins game. So if Here's the Bruins the don't thing. go on. I am manifesting my playoff fund. For a Super Bowl fund. Okay. Throw some interest on that. Yes. So I think that I'm just going to pay it forward with this fund. Got it. And manifest a Super Bowl ticket. Excellent. For the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas in 2024. (laughs) Could you imagine if the Jags played in my favorite city in the Super Bowl? I literally just want to go just for fun. Me, dude, I I love Las Vegas more than I love. It's my favorite city. Me too, and I just hate it is, but it's so good. Um. Okay. The only other comment that I have about the NBA, just because I've been watching way more hockey, the fuck. Actually, I have two. The Warrior series, flat out, lol. I hate light Draymond Green. the beam, light light the beam. beam. Um, the light Jaguars and Sacramento have like been like kissing on twitter the penises have been kissing sad cats mm, yeah Confirmed. um yeah wait there's no cat basketball in the nba right well except their, their actual ahead, mascot is a lion named samson sacramento so mm-hmm. sad cat confirmed sad cat confirmed wow you just dropped hella tea and you didn't even notice <laughs> wow yo Cats stick together. Yeah, That's the sad fire. cats of the NBA. Officially. Yeah. Damn. Well, maybe they have to be my team out of the West now. I think like everybody else. Um, even though what? I am still mad about what happened. Brooke Lopez supremacy. Um, but that series has been fucking awesome. I used to intern in San Francisco, so I covered Kevin Durant going to the Warriors and stuff like that. No bias. I hate those motherfuckers. They win everything. They're the Patriots of basketball, in my opinion. I just, I can't do it. And Draymond Green is like one of my least favorite people. So light the beam. Also, the Lakers. 
LeBron is fucking wild. And Bronny Jr. in the crowd last night was iconic. Dude, I can't even anymore. Listen, (laughs) if you didn't get it the first five times, I hate LeBron. Like, I just don't like him. This man is one of the most incredible basketball players I have ever seen. The, The, like, headlines I was getting on my phone about them just absolutely decimating last night and just like totally punching their ticket lebron james is easily one of the best basketball players of all time as much as i hate him it's like incredible to be alive while he's doing this stuff like and i say the same thing about steph curry and the warriors i also agree like they i'm sick of them winning we are lighting the beam i'm all about that riding for the kings i hope they win game seven do you have a announcement go ahead What's on your phone? It looks like Elmo. Um, it is Bob the Tomato. Oh, okay, good. From good. Veggie okay. Tales. Yeah, quick Veggie Tales break. Hold on. I Pause. just decided to no context. Only the listeners of our show will get this. Mm. This is. I tweeted this because of the Jags pick, but it is just a picture of Bob the Tomato from Veggie Tales, and it says, "Uh oh, Bob the Tomato caught you sinning." And I'll get. <laughs> we are so. <laughs> indoctrinated by veggie tales it's so um nobody's gonna get that but i felt that if you get it you get it if you don't you don't the jags are about to pick again on a couple of picks so we'll see i had to rip my dad pen because this is stressing me the fuck out it's all right Um, but what are your thoughts on lebron i went on a little lebron but i'm a big lebron i'm a big lebron fan i love lebron i think everything that he does charity wise is awesome i think that he's a good guy i think he's a stand-up guy obviously i think he's the second best basketball player to ever exist MJ supremacy. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I know ball. Um, but I, I'm a big LeBron fan. I, I don't really give a shit. I think it's fucking hilarious that people hate Dude. LeBron and I, I hate the Lakers, but, but they just, they're such, they're the pinnacle of villains of basketball for me. Like, agree. The, like it's no. always just been the Celtics and the Lakers and like, yes. for them to come back from that incredible, like, that meme of the whiteboard with their playoff percentage here they go moving into the second round like just the the villain momentum is high and i love i love it for the script like it's great me too like, love it so it's great for the simulation as long as they don't make it to the i mean a celtics lakers finals if you can even imagine but like i don't even want them to make it that how long. much do but you think tickets crazy. would be to get in the door because i think that they would be very comparable in both locations yeah, I mean, LA would be nuts. Like you would. Have I think to it would be like, worse here, to be honest. You because really think so? They have two teams. Yeah, sure. The stars would come out there, but you underestimate. It would have been cheaper for me to fly to Milwaukee and back and get a ticket than to get True. into the door at TD. True. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be. I mean, that'll be interesting to see just playing on. But yeah, LeBron and the Lakers, absolutely wild performance. Yeah, deserving, ex- deserving of moving on. In my, you opinion. know. A lot of people say that people expected us to get swept. Nobody expected to us to be here every year in the playoffs across every sport. I, As much as this is LeBron James, I think that he can say that because everyone yeah, counted them out. Everyone counted them out. I don't care if it's LeBron. This is the one time where I think that if he were like, everyone counted us out and they shouldn't have. I counted them out for sure. Me too. Me too. So fine. Have, have the script. Have have your cake. Um, um, I just I'll touch on just to wrap up NBA stuff. Um, Celtics move on. Hell yeah, moving on to the 76ers. Um, I'm super nervous about our ability to physically defend the ball 
based on just how some of our defensive plays looked over this series, A, shouldn't have gone to this many games, obviously, against Trey Young and the Hawks. But, you know, again, that's one of those situations where we have an incredible player who can do whatever. But yet now here we go facing Joel Embiid, another great player, um, easily in the discussion for MVP of the year for sure. Um, I am nervous. I remain optimistic. I think we'll be able to play well at home. I worry about our ability to win on the road, but we'll see how it is just because it's Philly. Like Philly fans make me so nervous because they're so intense and it's such a great sports town. Like I put it Philly right up there the with best Boston sports for sure. town. Like it's, it's crazy energy there. So I know they're going to bring it. Um, they've been trusting the process. <laughs> like it's just like. Did the Jags just a trade a pick time. again? Oh, I have no idea. I don't have it up. You were looking I don't at know. the TV. I was distracted and... by uh, they showed a picture of Kirk Cousins and I got upset. <laughs> so, ah oh, man, they did just trade again. What the fuck are we doing, dude? And the thing here's my other thing, and this is my 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 point that I've been making since I started co-hosting with you on the show. The fourth year of Trent Baalke's GM history tends to be the year where he starts making these sus decisions that don't make any sense. Like the fourth, fifth year, if we look at his history with his previous organization, that time was like, he just forgot how to be a GM for like a hot second. So I have been very nervous for this draft in particular, because is it history repeating itself? And is he just going to start being like, fuck it, let's just make wild choices. So that's just my piece on the Trent Balky situation. However, I think he has impressed us more than he impressed in San Francisco. So that's just my thought. I don't think that we should take a consolation prize, but anyways, um, moving on to the NHL. we got a couple minutes before we pick again. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. I mean, like, here's the thing. All these, like all these like writers and stuff are saying on Twitter, that Jags fans, like, I don't like, sure. We have Trevor Lawrence. The offense is great. What are, what are we doing? What are, what are we doing? Um, NHL stuff. Do you want to start with the Bruins or do you want to end with the Bruins? It's up to you. Um, You're the fan. You've got. I'll go first. I'll go first because you have a a, a lot of good points about some of the other series. And and I think that we should talk about those too. But first and foremost, absolutely embarrassing performance last night. Connor Clifton with two terrible passes that led to two goals for the Panthers. Um, I'm going to drop some respect for Florida in the chat real quick because that arena and their energy last night was palpable. And you can tell. That was a crazy game. It was a crazy game. There were tons of Boston fans, but even still just the environment, you could tell like they, and I felt this way through the series that the Bruins entered this series thinking it was going to be an easy dub. I think so too. Throughout the series, Florida has continued to not only physically, but also just like mentally have that edge on them where they're really trying to win. And I think that they know that it's, you know, obviously with it being three and one, they had sudden death on their backs. And now two games in a row, they've been able to tie up the series, something that we never thought was going to be possible. The easiest, biggest lead in hockey. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm really disappointed in the Bruins. I think it took too long for them to change up the lines earlier on in the series when, especially when Burge wasn't playing, I think that we had some 
of our veterans that just got out there and were just kind of like dicking around. And then we threw out our younger guys that don't really have much ice time and they were able to make some pretty good plays. So I don't know if it's a coaching situation, if they're just not motivated, but um, in our notes, Kendra said, assuming they clinched because we thought that they were going to clinch last night. So it's just kind of like this president's cup curse, whatever, like, I don't care about any of that stuff. At the end of the day, we're a better hockey team. We should have won that game. We should have won the game two games ago. So it's like, I'm really annoyed and just kind of over it. Like, I feel like they're making us go through this horrible feeling of just not, and I know Boston privilege, blah, blah, blah. But like, at the same time, if you're going to set records in NHL history and there's expectations out there and perform like that, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And it's the first round exit curse, whatever you want to call it. I have two things that I want to say. The words that I use to describe what I feel is going on with the Bruins right now is I feel as though they are playing with their food. While I know that Florida is not a team to sleep on, they have a lot of veteran presence. Um, and they added that veteran presence to Chase's Stanley Cup over the last two years. And I just, I really do feel as though they are playing with their food here. They're very clearly the better team. They have more depth. They have talent. They have the best goalie tandem in the NHL. And that brings me to my last thing that I have to say about the Bruins, because obviously now you guys are heading into a game seven. Game sevens are the two best words in sports. Allmark had a terrible game last night. He hasn't had a great postseason. Um, Traditionally doesn't have a great postseason. He played lights out during the regular season. But that being said, you also have Jeremy Swayman. Do you continue to ride Allmark, who's had a great season? You know, he's in conversation from some awards that I believe that he's deserving of. But do you keep him in net after the performance that he's had? Or do you go to Jeremy Swayman, a guy that you do trust, who's a good goalie, but it's a game seven and he's been sitting on the bench for a week or two. What are your thoughts as far as the goalie situation? Because I think that that's the biggest question mark right now. Yeah. And you know what? I would completely agree. I think that obviously I'm biased as a fan, but Swayman and Olmark are easily, in my opinion, the best duo goalie duo in the NHL right now. Um, Also, they just like have a great relationship with each other. And like, that's well documented and all that good stuff. At the end of the day, I come from the camp of, Yes, Allmark had a not great performance last night, but there were way too many opportunities that could have been avoided on behalf of our defense and the rest of the team that put him in a position where he wasn't able to make those saves. So I'm not going to make excuses for him, but at the same time, I don't know. I think either of them can perform equally well in a playoff position. I think that it's a matter of if they're going to get the support from the rest of the team that's mattering, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I think that you also stay with Allmark, but I would. It's a, it's a consideration. It's a consideration. Uh, yeah. Like if they go out there in the first period and it's just not looking good, you throw out. Swayman in. That's it. out 110%. Yep. I'm with you. Yep. Um, I want to talk about a couple other series. I don't know if you guys have watched any games and any yep. of the other series. Oh yeah. Um, my favorite so far this postseason, and I love the Devils. I'm riding with the Devils. They're my favorite. I don't think that they're a cup team. I think that they are in two years. But I love that this is a 
rivalry going on between the Rangers and the Devils. I heard someone the other day say that whoever wins the series shouldn't have to pay the toll to go over the bridge one way, which I think is hilarious. Um, but I do think that <coughs> only I think that Igor Shesterkin has kept the Rangers in this series for time out. Stetson Bennett was just drafted by the LA Rams. Wow. Wow. My bet of lock of the week has lost. What do you think, Tyler? I don't hate it. You don't hate it? No. Okay. That's it? Didn't expect it, but I don't Classic hate it. Classic Taylor or Tyler response, rather. A little early, right. uh, I guess. I didn't think he was right. going until fifth or sixth, but yeah, I don't hate it. So, um, Continue. Igor... Igor Shosturkin, I think, has kept the Rangers in this series. I think that a lot of people are, you know, giving credit to the New Jersey Devils as they should. But to be honest, in the like the earlier games in this series that the Rangers won, there were times that New Jersey was putting shots on Igor that he saved that I just there's nobody there's no other goalie in the world. I swear to God, he is the best of the best. He is the best goalie in the NHL. He is the most valuable player to me. It's just fucking unreal. And they're so young and both teams are so young. It's just such a fun series. And now they're going to like a game deciding or a series deciding game. And it shouldn't have been. Same thing with the Bruins. And I'm rooting so hard for the Devils. I hate that we gave up Timo Meyer from the Sharks for what we did. But I'm cheering for him. I think that the Pavel Zaka and Eric Halla trade benefited the Bruins and the Devils so much on both sides. Clearly, both players weren't happy in the positions that they're in. And now they're thriving for both teams in the postseason and have made differences for both teams in the postseason. I just, I love what the Rangers and Devils are doing with such young teams. I do think the Rangers have a better shot in the next year or two to be a Stanley Cup contender. But I think that New Jersey in like the next two or three years really has that upper hand. And I'm excited to see how they both develop. Like this has just been such a fun series for me. I have picked this series to watch over pretty much anybody other than the Bruins. Um, I'm having a good time. The Kale McCarr suspension and the Avs injuries are also insane. This series has kind of, obviously the Avs are the better team when healthy, in my opinion, but because they're not and because of the suspensions, this series has been just not one that I've really been paying attention to just because I don't really care. So I don't have a ton to say other than I, we've, we've always talked about on this podcast, even when Sarah was around how much we love Kale McCarr, but I do kind of agree with the suspension there. So I can't even really say anything. I've also been really, absolutely. I've also been really into the Kane series. Um, I, I didn't expect them to kind of thrive without Andrei Svechnikov, but Sebastian Ajo has really stepped up to the plate. I've always been a Sebastian Ajo apologist. So I watched him get his face ripped in half the other night and put up a couple points after. When you have a gritty guy like that that can go out and be the definition of what playoff hockey is and make a difference, even when you literally get your face fucking ripped in half and go back out on the ice 10 minutes later, that is what playoff hockey is about to me. And I just have loved this series because when Andre Svechnikov went down, I think a lot of people were just like, damn, that's the Canes season. The, the Canes are going to make an easy, you know, exit in the first round. And they've made it a series. It's been a great series for them. I have a lot of fun watching them. And just the fact that Sebastian Ajo has really stepped up with like missing one of your best players has been super fun for me. Um, I don't think that they I have. Think, yeah. I don't Go think on. they have a shot at chasing the cup at all. Um, I think that they are making some noise and as much noise as they can. If Svech was around, maybe that'd be a little bit different for me. Um, 
but I just I'm having fun watching them did you have a thought yeah I just I so the Rangers and the Devil series is like my absolute favorite other than the Bruins series right now so fun to watch a great example of New York fans absolutely playing themselves saying that they were going to like totally with those Rangers games at the beginning but the thing that's interesting to me is the winning the winning team of that series goes to play the Canes which I'm hoping is the Devils because then we can have a little red rivalry there I hate um, those uniform matchups, but I would love to I watch know, those two teams play each other. I love the uniform matchup. I think it's great. And I honestly, so, without Svetch, don't want to watch them go against Igor just because I want to watch Igor fucking wreck their, like, top goal scorers, you know? Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping for a Jersey-Carolina matchup. I think that'd be really cool. Just, like, totally different for the playoffs. Um, but on that note, I, I don't know. The I think that at the end of the day, like even still, I think, you know, I I don't know. I'm I think the Canes might win that. I think they might I, win that. I think matchup. they might too. Yeah, I think and they then might I too. Think that they I think that then they're gone the crazy after crazy thing is they still make it to the last four though, which is kind of wild. That's a pretty good playoff run considering all those things that you just pointed out that are going against them. That's what or I'm that saying. Like seem to go against them. So I don't know. The Canes just seem like one of those teams when they get into playoffs, they just play totally different hockey. It's just such an elevated in style. And I know we can say that argument for every team, but I just have had a lot of fun watching them in that series. And then like you said, the Rangers and Devils is just so fun. And then that the w- Oilers and Kings too, just because the Kings are literally villains. I so. have had a hard time staying up for the Western games I'm not even gonna lie but I have caught a little bit of the Dallas and Minnesota series and those games have been pretty wild I will like fall asleep with those games on and then wake up to like whoever is like on the call screaming because there's been so many goals scored or a comeback or whatever and I'm just like oh, okay that's the score I got it okay back to sleep on the couch this is couch season it is couch season couch season it's couch season I fall um, on my couch I sleep on my couch twice this week yep every night me yeah I've literally fall asleep every single night on my couch watching games couch season um any other hockey thoughts before we close some stuff out go bruins get your shit together yeah christ's sake um tea party all i have is what the fuck is going on with sydney sweeney great tea party this is a this is exactly what this segment i figured you would know the lore because i don't really so the best way i can describe grabbing my water okay earlier in the 2000s the filming of Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Same exact scenario. You have Sydney Sweeney and this guy whose name escapes me. I will find it. But they basically are filming a movie together. He's from Top Gun. The guy yeah, from Top they're, Gun. The, they're filming the villain. together. Uh, Glenn, pa- Glenn Powell. Powell. Yes. Um, so they are Jaguar's filming a movie in. together in. Uh, oh, here. Do you want to pause? Nope. You keep going. Okay. So they are filming a new movie together in Australia. Glenn Powell uh, was previously dating a like a really famous model. Like she's gorgeous. Um, and I guess they have fallen for each other on Sydney the might set. have called off her engagement. Yeah, and- so they have fallen Allegedly. for each other on the set of this new film. Um, Glenn Powell's girlfriend went out to Australia to visit him. I guess saw or got some vibes um, that they were romantically involved. 
Um, she breaks up with him, and now there are rumors that Sydney Sweeney has ended her engagement. So and the seeming like the a model that Glenn was dating has unfollowed yes. Sydney and Glenn on Instagram. Correct. Yes, so there mm. it is all but confirmed. Up, oh, shout out, surprise appearance. Of course, they go to commercial during the Jags pick, so fire. I don't know what happened. But yeah, that's basically, it's just Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Every story you ever heard of co-stars falling in love is what the vibe is. What did, who did we pick? Tell me. I get my eyes on it. I haven't seen it. I know. I'm like trying to go to Twitter and do all the things. Um, My tea party (laughs) is the Kardashians being disinvited from the Met Gala. Um, They are... They dropped their new trailer for the season three of their Hulu show, and it made absolutely no noise. Um, so there are a lot of vibes and rumors that just people are kind of over the Kardashians, which I would agree with. Um, Kylie had a new makeup launch that did like no numbers. So it's just it's getting to the point where they're not relatable anymore. And I think that they're we're going to start seeing less and less of them. Um, when were they ever relatable? Well, there was a point where, like, when they had their show on E! And they were, like... It you would call earlier. that them being relatable well, with the general like, public? Well, it was, like, they were... Yeah, there was an element about them that was relatable that people mm. identified with. Obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't be as popular as they are now. But there was more than just, like, yeah, they were rich. It was because they were on reality television. People could relate to them. Are We, we have to be targeting Buddha. I'm so nervous for you. We took also, Tyler Lacey, yeah. the defensive end from a fire. Okay. What is no way? <laughs> I feel like I have the sparkling out. option. Oh, I don't drink sparkling water. This I'm is I'm a big I went to this Europe so once. Good. I don't know if you knew. So now I drink sparkling water. Hey. Um so we <laughs> That's took so funny. A defensive end from Oklahoma State, and you can no longer convince me that we are not getting Buda Baker. And here's the thing: if that happens, I'm fine with this draft. But if it doesn't, I will. Tr- I will hate Trent Balky and Cam Robinson forever. Like Tyler's hate list, hate. Wow. Um. So I have a confession. This is really bad. Tyler and I both did not get our picks in for Survivor this week. Nope. So invested in the you have officially won. You texted me and said, don't forget to get your picks in. And you didn't make your picks? Yep. She I didn't text remember, that to me. I remember texting you. Well, yeah, because you're the only one I'm competing with. Like, I, I genuinely think Kendra has already beaten us both. Kendra's but now you definitely easily, have. Yeah. I didn't so even it's watch really between week. Tyler and I. Yeah, so we haven't really watched. But tell us your thoughts um you have that carolyn is smarter than we i think, won't i won't mark? i won't ruin it for you guys no you can't i already know what happens i've gotten the rundown from cameron so carolyn is seriously going balls to the wall with the playing dumb thing and talking to the cameras and kind of i feel like loki running the game and she has an idol like she's not getting as much screen time because she's not being as crazy pants but I also respect her for opening up about addiction on this week's show and talking hey. about her kid and how her life has changed. Like, I am full on, like, this cast sucks, but Carolyn is, like, saving it for me. Yeah, um, this is not nearly as yeah, enjoyable as last season, in I my agree. opinion. Yeah, I think it's one of the worst seasons I've ever seen. Definitely the worst since season four, like, of the season 40 to now. 
been season 40 yeah easily the worst yeah agree and i didn't think think it's like bottom tier yeah it's a bad cast i agree there's like three or four people that have any sense of like charisma on screen Tyler Lacey is cute though. Like not as in like an I think he's attractive way, but he just looks like I want to pinch his cheeks. Um so and I also think that like I like Danny, but he's unless he like wins immunities out, he's, he's kind of dumb, I think. No, I don't think so. I think so. Um, no, I think that's his old shtick, because he's like big and muscly and like a, bad shtick. a firefighter. Like I don't like it. Um, Tyler, do you have a sad cat bed of the week for us? No. Uh, okay, well, just copied over. You well, know what? You should come up with one right now. It's no, the no, off no, no, season. No. I don't have anything. Here's going what's going to happen. Okay, what do we got going on? Is Tony what, no, 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 This is our, this is what we're doing instead. I'm going to live read because Ty, when I don't do it, he asks. Oh, so okay. we're reading horoscope. <laughs> Oh yes. Okay, this is the horoscope. Gaslighting moons. So today it says that water moons like you and me, Haley. Secrets on secrets today. Cryptily texting, then ghosting. Charismatic slackers. Charismatic slackers, sorry. And never admitting when you're hurt. That's us today. True. Jeez. So true. So Tyler true. and I. Tyler is changing their living conditions. Tyler's day at a glance. Take you take off the your hammock clothes slowly. Excuse me? The hammock, Tyler. Tyler just got a hammock. He did get a hammock. Tyler says, what does it mean by water moons? Is it like Camino? No, like Star so Wars? each sign is like represents an element. So me and Haley, the, the water signs are Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. Haley has a water moon in Pisces. My water moon is in Scorpio, so we have water moons. But Tyler, is don't forget to take off base on your moon. Take off your clothes slowly today, Tyler. Yeah. Why will I trip? I don't know. It's that maybe you'll like hit your funny bone or something. That's what it says, though. So you mm. better do it. I don't know. Today, I'm not going to say what I think you're up to. Today it says I should do ticket stubs, which we are doing. Fire pianos and howl at the moon. That is a bar at Gillette. I think we that should is a bar at Gillette. We should get a Bev, and I'm going to bark outside. Wait, that's Tyler. Come on, that's ticket stuff and howl says. at the moon. So ticket dumb. howl at the moon. That's a bar. That's the name of the bar. And July. we are going to a game. You, you can't anyway. convince me that this is not just. <laughs> and it says, "Don't beat the class clown." Already failed that. Yeah, Two negging and three taking it too far. Okay, so I don't get too turned. Two of the three of those already great um any closing thoughts um i don't really have any closing thoughts other than our usual spiel but hope everyone has a great week if you're listening if you're watching i'm sending you positive vibes if you're going through something hard i know a lot of us have been doing that and just kind of especially in new england it's just kind of black outside so just keep a smile going it's gonna get better so i hope everyone has a good week tyler any thoughts um, nope. Alright, keep on sipping y'all And we'll see you next week This is not they world They know you run the city Every town, every pearl They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough But Sundays are for the boys But Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl Cause this is not they world They know you run the city Every town, every pearl They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough But Sundays are for the boys But Saturdays for the girls Get em, girl, get em, girl. Uh.
It's Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host. <laughs>